Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast, the podcast where myself and a wide range of guests have a waffle about mental health, life's challenges and those pet hates that really get on our nerves. I'm your host Taylor James, so join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Yes, welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today's special guest is a master of all tricks. She's a DJ, she's a producer, she's an all-round legend, she has an incredible show on KISS FM. It's the amazing Charlie Powell. <laughs> Thank you, that's a nice intro. <laughs> I have to kind of How beef you... it up, I mean, it's like you're, you're a bit of a legend in what you do, so it's like, I've got to... Absolutely not, but up. I'll take that, <laughs> Well, you literally, you're in charge of playing some like pretty hefty bangers, like, you know, day in, day out, so... That is true. That is true. I feel true. like it's a huge I responsibility. I, I know. I don't know how I managed to bag that, but um, <laughs> here we are. Um, I, I'm just winging it. Um, no. It's yeah, it's, I think 90% of people are just winging it. It seems to be exactly. working for you, so you keep keep going. <laughs> keep winging it. Somehow it's, it's working. There's <laughs> one question you? that I'll do it. I'm, I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> just to kind of launch in there, because it's just popped into my head. As it's obviously a DJ, do you find it like when, you know, if you're in charge of the aux cable, but like you're doing this to like, you know, hundreds of millions of people, like there is a lot of pressure there. <laughs> there is a lot of pressure, but the good thing is, is like you're most of the time I'm in a studio with myself. Yeah. So actually you, you can't see the people <laughs> that you're broadcasting to. You're actually talking to yourself and choosing music for yourself. So it's it's not as um, petrifying, but at the same time, you have to remember that um, it's not about what you like. It's it's about yeah. what <laughs> kind of what everybody likes as well. So you've got to kind of pick and choose wisely. But yeah, it's not too bad once you get used to it. Just purely because you can't see it, anyone DJing is a different kind of yeah. 
and it's actually easier because you can read a, read a crowd. So if you if you play a tune and the, and you know you clear the dance floor with it, you know that you know something's that wrong. Kind of stuff, yeah, something's <laughs> wrong and it's not going down very well. So yeah, you can kind of read read the crowd when you're DJing, but when you're sort of on air um, choosing music, um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a harder uh, harder you, skill. Um, have you ever cleared the dance floor? And if so, what song? <laughs> Oh my God, have I ever? Yes, I have. I played uh, a, a, a student gig at a uh, coalition club in Brighton and they were expecting kind of Justin Bieber remixes and, you know, Dua Lipa and I went in and played heavy bass lines because <laughs> I loved it. Amazing. And I saw the promoter like, like running Jamie across Duggan. the club like, no, yes, literally Jamie Duggan and like DJQ play with me. And um, yeah, and I, they kind of, there was a group of lads at the front and they absolutely loved it and then all the kind of girls were like like looking around like what the hell what is, is this, this? <laughs> yeah um but i managed to get a few in and uh yeah had a laugh but yeah went back to uh Julie very quickly after that <laughs> yeah maybe there's there's room there for some kind of like baseline remixes of Julie exactly maybe i know maybe i could put my there. finger in that pie as well and try go. doing that See? <laughs> I feel like I want to be credited. Yeah, at some you point will. For that. You have a 10% cut. Oh, I'm going to write this down. So you've. <laughs> you hold me to it. Um, for Tred, thank you for joining me. Um, there's obviously yeah. one of the reasons why we kind of like got in touch is, you know, on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff, like you are such kind of like a mental health, you know, supporter and kind of you, you fighting that kind of fight of spreading awareness and stuff like that. Um, there's a question that I, I always find it quite awkward to ask people like do you have your own kind of like mental health like journey if you like yes 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 very very much so and I understand it I think a lot more than people think um, yeah. and I don't tend to go on about it too much and I'm not sure why but um, but yes I have a I, I've, I've struggled with uh, mental health since I was about five the earliest I can remember oh, wow. yeah and I remember being a kid and proper struggling like I didn't sleep like I, I was basically having I had severe anxiety yeah. throughout childhood and, and my family kind of didn't really understand what it was so a lot of the time I just got kind of told off like I was literally having like really bad panic attacks um but it's only now that I realized I kind of worked after it getting so bad yeah. and then getting help for it, it kind of all made sense as to why I was, I, I, you know, I was so difficult as a child and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, the main kind of issues I've dealt with is, uh, depersonalization disorder, which is where oh, wow. you're so, um, so anxious and so your mental health is so bad that your brain just automatically shuts off in, in yeah. a way. So you feel like, you're detached from reality, which is actually a good thing because it's your brain preventing you from being so scared all the time. But it, it's kind of a, a horrible circle because mm. actually you're petrified because yeah. you don't feel like you're real. It's so weird to explain. Um, so it got to that point and then, um, yeah, and then I started to get help for it. <laughs> no, but, I, I really appreciate you opening up about that to be because I, I, had, I had no idea. I knew, obviously that you were a big supporter and stuff like that. So I'm, I think that's incredibly brave. And I'm, I actually have a, a newfound respect for you for doing oh, that. Thanks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, was there like a, 
like a turning point for you to be like, oh, okay, I I need to get help? Or was it just obviously because it was from such a young age that obviously you had the family support to get you to that point? Um, definitely there was a turning point because I didn't understand it. I didn't yeah. know what it was. I didn't understand why it was how it, 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 what 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 I've always struggled with mainly is health anxiety. Yeah. So they now call it illness anxiety disorder or something. And I always had it like literally growing up. I thought I was dying. I literally have still, my mom has every night I used to write a letter because I thought I was going to die. I wouldn't oh, sleep. God. I thought my throat was going to swell. Like, and and, and yeah. throughout, I, I just didn't, I didn't. And, you know, even at school, they used to pick on me because like in science or whatever, the gas taps would be on and I would hold my breath and literally pass out because I was so oh, petrified. Wow. Like mad stuff that that is if you actually like it's mental, like but I had no idea what it was. Like I just yeah. didn't But I think know. I mean we I mean I feel like you're doing I think it's like, you know, like it's mad, it's kind of like it's mental and it's like until like even now I'm like, oh wow, that you know, that must be but until you're kind of in that frame of mind and you know, like it's something that's built up like in your head, you know, whether it's something like holding your breath next to a gas tap like yeah you know the tap or anything until you're in that situation until your kind of mind is in that place to try and explain that to someone else is i know i think is worse sometimes than actually going through it it's it's yeah i think more yeah absolutely when i say mad i mean when other people at school as kids who are uneducated about things like that who just look you know they're your instant reaction is like, what the hell is that girl so, doing? Why but, is she blue? But yeah, why is she holding her breath and passing out? Like, just breathe. But, um, <laughs> but like, obviously, for me, we felt just, you know, like, it's, well, it's a real fear, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, it, it's very real to me. And, and, you know, when, when I didn't know how to deal with it, you know, you, you believe it because yeah. your brain is such a, such a powerful thing, you know, mm. um, the turning point for me I think was when I was at I was at Kiss actually and it was about four years ago and I I suddenly one day woke up and I felt like I was in a dream like I I just everything felt foggy yeah nothing felt real like if I looked at my hands they didn't feel like my hands like that kind of thing and I went to work anyway. It sounds more of a nightmare than a dream, Charlie. Not, yes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> exactly I don't know what dreams what you have. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, it was, yeah, it was absolutely a nightmare. And um, yeah, I, I kind of, my, my girlfriend at the time was like, Charlie, you won't go out. Like you're throwing up every morning because you're so petrified of going out because it was such a scary prospect because, yeah. you know, you know, you think you're dying all the time. Like I, I literally wouldn't leave my room. I'd go to work. The only thing that kept me going was work and I would yeah. go in and give it my, my best, you know, and I was absolutely screwing up my job at the time. Like I could not concentrate. Mistakes were happening 24 seven. Like I was just not, and I kind of, my boss kind of said at the time, are you, like, are you all right? You know? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, yeah. you know, cause I obviously, you know, there's an element of, you know, stigma attached to mental health, as we know, and, yeah. you know, there's a, there's an element of pride as well, because at the time I, I was so like, you know, I didn't want there to be anything wrong because I was looking around and everybody else seemed to be fine. And, you know, it was like, why can't I just be normal? Be like why that. am I feeling like this? Yeah. yeah. And I just one morning could not get out of bed. Like it got to the point where I was so petrified. I could not get out of bed. And I thought, right, 
something needs something to happen needs here happen. because something isn't right. And at the time, I because it was health anxiety, I thought that I had a brain tumor, or you know, because it, it was a physical, yeah. you know, I, a physical kind of feeling. Um, and then I phoned up uh, the NHS and got straight into therapy because I, I think. I, I started then kind of saying that, you know, I was, I was quite depressed at the time. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't come out of my room. Door was locked, that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah. And that's when I started getting help. And then I literally had nine months of CBT. I oh, had, uh, oh my gosh, it changed my life. Yeah. Literally changed my life. Um, and then had, um, tried some medication which I'm still on um yeah. and it literally changed my life and I do not suffer at all anymore basically. wow completely gone like it it changed my life and it was only but I feel like it had to get so bad for me to um to kind of get help but I was get so determined it, yeah. I was so determined to get rid of it that I just that's really you know, really <laughs> amazing to hear because i think i think people are in this kind of frame of mind where you know if you take medication like oh it will fix it i mean don't get me wrong the medication is a powerful tool to kind of mm -hmm. help you get through like day-to-day -day and function but i think you know yourself like i you know, live in proof of like if you apply yourself to the therapy to the medication to all these tools that kind of to get you through to mm -hmm. now that you're kind of you've gone through the other side like it's, I think it's a huge inspiration for other people. That is, is amazing. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, I, I, yeah, it's just, it, it, I don't know, it's just mental. Like, I never thought that I could get over it. I was thinking, yeah. like, if this carries on, I'm literally going to kill myself because I was so miserable. Wow. But I, I don't know, I just, just proper went for it and gave it everything I could and was absolutely determined because, as well, it was affecting my career and that was just a such a yeah such a problem for me like i thought like i cannot let whatever this is you know but as soon as i got a diagnosis like she you know i went in and she i can't remember her name but she was amazing yeah and she, we we had a whiteboard in front of us and she literally i had i, I went away for a week and just documented you know these Every, a few yeah. processes <laughs> that she asked me to do um and I went back and she read it all and we analysed it all. And she said, right, you've got illness anxiety disorder, which has got so bad that you've got disassociative disorder. And she yes. was like, this is the issue and this is how we're going to fix it. And to even get a diagnosis then made me feel 100% better initially. Oh, so that's what it is. Like, I'm not dying. You know, I'm yeah. not, you know, you know, I'm not brain tumor. I'm not, you know, you know, I'm not weird. It's yeah. just anxiety. You know, so many people struggle with it. And, um, and yeah, understanding that was, you know, a, a, an amazing start because then, you know, we just worked together. It's about to... kind of reframing your mind, isn't it? To kind of, exactly. okay, this is what, okay, we've understood like what the issue is. And then it's kind mm -hmm. of, I think sometimes that's the hardest part is kind of rewiring your brain to kind of like, well, actually, yeah. no, this is what I need to do now. Definitely. Um, and I, one, yeah, go, sorry. Go. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, obviously going through that, like, did you, cause I'm very big on like coping mechanisms and like finding the right things, you know, that suits you. Um, did mm -hmm. you have coping mechanisms throughout that or? 
when I was young and throughout my childhood up until I was about 20, no. Like, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Like, as, and, and I think as well, during those years, like, it's only really recently become okay or fit, felt okay to talk about it. So, yeah. you know, and it was very, uh, not very understood um, quite frowned upon. My mum loves it a bit, but she hasn't got a clue about mental health. She doesn't know how to understand it. She still doesn't understand yeah. it, you know. And I was—I'm from Cornwall, so you know, small town. You know, there's not like those lack kind of, of social. Don't, like, yeah, yeah. You, don't, you know, you don't—you don't hear about it. You don't—you can't read about it. You know, you don't. And because nobody else in my family, you know, struggles. My mum's very kind of just get on with it, you know, yeah. and which is a great mindset to have if you don't suffer with mental health issues yeah. but you know it's like oh thanks mum didn't try that i'll try i'll try cheer up yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she went she said to me once just just don't worry about it just try not to worry about it it's like i do not think that i've tried to try you not should to be worry in the about medical it. profession because i i wish i thought of that <laughs> i wish i thought <laughs> um what was the question again sorry oh coping mechanism. yes yeah, so i did mechanism at all um but it was the biggest coping mechanism for me was um finding people or reading things where people had gone through the same thing as me and had been through the same thing as me and success stories as well because when you're in that situation you literally feel like you're on your own way out yeah and i'm the only one because you know walking around and stuff like that and going to work and you know you see everybody in there they seem fine yeah. And I'm sure a lot of a lot of the time when people were looking at me, I mean, not at one stage, but um, but thought I was fine. <laughs> it's kind um, of like a mask that you wear, though, isn't it? Kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, especially like in, I mean, especially in your line of work, I imagine, you know, there's cameras everywhere. There's kind of, you know, there's a lot of kind right. of, yeah. yeah, like if there's, you know, you're like under a microscope kind of thing. Um, So I imagine if you're struggling to kind of get out of bed and just, you know, go to the shop and, you know, it's tough. So the fact that you're kind of getting up and I go in and, you know, you're spending some time with very like high profile people, like, yeah. you know, painting effect. Do you... It's just switch. That, yeah. That, yeah. I, I think, I, and I wouldn't actually, I think I spent a lot of time. I'm quite a loud, bubbly, fun, you know, kind of person who's really yeah. sociable and, I think a lot of the time that was almost a mask in a way and yeah. and which is great in some respects because if you keep yourself you know um socializing with your friends and you know distracted it's good but also you're kind of if you if you do that too much and don't address what the problem is then you're just going to squash it down to a point where yeah. it's gonna you know you, i i feel like i try and take time now to you know just listen to my body and my mind and if I feel like I'm getting a bit anxious because I do I you know I feel like I have the old panic attack now and then um but it's just nothing what what it's nothing compared to what I've been so I literally just sit there and wait for it to go like I don't even hyperventilate anymore (laughs) I just sit there like (laughs) here we go bring bring (laughs) Um, it on (laughs) bring it on that's another one um but yeah I can't I think you know definitely uh, listen to your body and mind and I think healthy lifestyle exercise you know a good diet healthy yeah. gut like you know these things really do help they have a huge impact and I think they're quite mm. underestimated tools I think a lot of people especially with mental health they think you know like I mean to that breathing is a really important part of it but like you know like 
you know, like yoga and, and kind of all those kind of things that, like, you know, like they might not work for you, but if you find in that kind of coping mechanism, but it's great, but yeah. the slight I, I, lifestyle changes like the gym, yeah. the, you know, not necessarily the gym, but like, you know, like that kind of daily exercise, that kind of, you know, how like t- you can't look after like anyone else or your kind of brain. If you're not looking after your body, Absolutely. it's like, I mean, it all goes hand in hand and, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and kind of preach that like, oh, you know, you need to eat, you know, three, four bits of broccoli every day. Because like, yeah, you know, like, life doesn't work happened. like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. And I, and I also think that, you know, people saying mindfulness is, you know, it's good and it is good. But I think there's a lot of pressure to, to you know, it's, sometimes it doesn't, yeah, like you said, it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. And I think for me, during recovery, actually, like mindfulness helped, but but actually it made it worse for me because my worst problem was thinking too much <laughs> so do you know what you're like, the sit, first uh, person who i've interviewed who has that same kind of opinion of mindfulness yeah, as me absolutely I, ca- I can't absolutely. do it i cannot do it no. like for you i overthink like i can't take myself to a quiet place no. because <laughs> if i go no, into because, that quiet place i'm going to yeah. start thinking about what i did 10 years ago exactly. or why i said that at that particular time like yeah exactly. that's not good for me <laughs> no exactly yeah and and it doesn't work for everyone and you know like i personally find that i build up so much adrenaline that me just going for a run around the block is yeah. much more effective than sitting and trying to breathe because i mean you know <laughs> You know, especially like, in science. Yeah, <laughs> especially by the gas. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just finding what works what works for you. But um, another coping mechanism for me is is medication, and I think it's only a small dose now. Like it's it's really like I think twenty milligrams of citalopram. Yeah. That's it. And I've just come to terms with the fact that you know it's a chemical imbalance at the end of the day. And if I need 20 milligrams of citalopram to get through life, then I'm going to take it. It's like if you break your leg yes. and you're offered a, a tablet to, or, you know, you need to do this to fix your leg. You're going to do it, you know? So, you know, it's the same thing. At least just because you can't see it, it doesn't mean it's not there, you know, uh, uh, not there. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, and if I don't take it for a couple of days, like sometimes I forget, because I'm fine now, fine, as fine as I can be, um, you know, I forget to take it and I can tell within two days. I was going to, about to ask you that. So, because I, I take anti-anxiety medication and if I don't take it or if I forget to, if I get into bed at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I forgot to take it. I give myself such a hard time, like, you know, so this is kind of like, I, do you do that same kind of thing or no i see it's positive because it means i've forgotten so it's not I, I oh my god i've forgotten to take my my medication yeah. so it's not on my mind all the time you know it's it's i've been so oh, distracted okay. that i haven't thought to take it which is a good thing because it's like i haven't I have, thought I've spent of it a, like that yeah i've spent, I've spent a day just being me and not having not having that that like being tied that weight on you kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I just, I just look at it like that, really. Your wise I mean, words there. I'm going to take that. Thank yeah, you for that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, the good thing if you forget yeah. um, until like two, two days after. Like, then, and I'm then holding you, my breath. You... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I need to stop thinking that up. Sorry. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah, no. And another thing is laughing about it because it's like, Definitely. I laugh with my best friends about it. They say, Do you remember when you were young and you used to do this, that, and the other? And, you know, and like step over a drain twice or you thought you were going to die, like things like that. Yeah, you don't, the three, the three drains in a row or whatever it is, you don't walk over three of them. No. And I was literally, I used to say, like, right. If, if whoever doesn't run to that post, like their whole family's gonna die. So I'd like run. <laughs> it's so weird. I feel like if we went to the same school, we would have been friends. Yeah, we absolutely would have been friends. Like the our only friend each. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, like just things like that. But you've just got to laugh at it. Like it's just. It was just popped funny. into my head, and I don't know why this is there, but this is obviously the whole purpose of the the waffle shop. You just waffle about at a shite, but. Who was the first person to ever say <laughs> hello to a magpie? What? <laughs> you know that thing when you see like a one magpie and you go like, good day, good day, good day, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why like, did who you the do hell? that? <laughs> <laughs> why is that even a thing? That's a good point. I'm not going to yeah. be thinking about that all day. I'm going to have to what think about that. It's like, yeah. someone said yesterday about. Um, lightning mcqueen from the film cars mm. does he have life insurance or does he have car insurance <laughs> and that's the kind of shit that keeps me awake at night <laughs> <laughs> such a good question but so pointless yeah that's so funny yeah so this is what i mean there's, you know, there's, a, there's a pandemic on it but this is what i'm worried about <laughs> yeah yeah that's so funny yeah oh. so another okay. uh, thing i wanted to um, talk about as well like you you know with the big kind of like mental health support and stuff what do you think needs to change for it to be kind of you know ex- not accepted because I think that it's, it, it's moved definitely moving in the right direction you know there's a lot more people opening up about it you know especially with men you know it's it's kind of a lot of wars are coming down but there's mm-hmm. still a long way to go what do you think needs to kind of change or, or... I think I think education on the subject actually when you're young and 100%. and learning about it from a young age and what people you know deal with I think like you know a lot of ki- a lot of people are fine they don't have yeah. they don't have to deal with it but I think a lot of closed mindedness comes from lack of education uh, on on mental health so I think I think that's quite a and, wide thing across a lot of important matters. Exactly. Yes. Is the education. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, so I think that's so important because you know a lot of my friends have had to, you know, and, and even me, you know, learning about mental health through social media, through your own kind of what what you read and what you see. I haven't. No one's. No one's educated me on it. Yeah. I've had to. You know, luckily, well, not luckily, I've dealt with it, but uh, luckily, I've experienced it. Sorry, but but experiencing it has made me understand it. But yeah. if I hadn't experienced it, I would have been so close-minded because I wouldn't have understood it at all. Yeah. So I, I would think, have I think been that's like the I... recurring theme for uh, some of the biggest issues like around the world right now is yeah. purely lack of education, close-mindedness, yeah. and. Yeah. It's just ability that kind of, I think we're in such a generation at the minute of people like they're not listening to listen. They're listening to react. 
Exactly. It's like, well, actually, if you exactly. shut up for a minute and listen to yeah, what we were saying, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, oh, I yeah, you're right. I think, with that. yeah, education, I think, from especially from a young age, because then it's kind of drilled into you growing up as opposed to, you know, a new issue, a new subject kind of thrown at you as an adult and you just, for, you know, being forced yeah. to understand it. But actually, you know, a lot of people are closed minded because they have, they don't know. Like, you know, it's kind of not, it's almost ignorance without even realizing that you're yeah. being ignorant. 100%. So, yeah. And I just think, you know, people just, you know, trying to be more open-minded about things like that. You know, you can't preach about this if you're not, you know, open-minded about, you know, that like mental yeah. health, you know? So I think just educating yourself and there's so much out there, like, you know, you can read and sort of, you know, and, and, and your friends and people close to you who, who deal with it, like sit and actually listen, you know? Yeah. People it's the biggest and, 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 tool is just yeah. opening up. And, and I think that's the biggest problem with it all as well, is that people don't feel like they are being heard or they're scared exactly. to like open up because there's like such a judgment or like you said, like, yeah. oh, no, you'll be okay. It's like, well, that's, that's not what the issue is here. I need to yeah. kind of listen. I think there's a lot of like, uh, certainly in my life, your attention seeking, you know, yeah. as a kid. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I, that's so far from what it was. And, you know, it is, it's just so far from attention seeking. Like, it's just, you know, and, and that just seemed to be, and then I worry, and then the, one of the reasons why I didn't really talk about it much was, and I haven't actually, I don't think I've opened, I haven't told my story at all, ever, actually, publicly. Oh, wow. So there you go. <laughs> oh, exclusive, <laughs> um, but, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of the reason why I didn't really say anything is just because I was worried that people would think I'm attention seeking. But actually the reason now I'm doing it is because I understand it so much that hopefully yeah. somebody will listen who's struggling and be like, Oh my God, I'm not on my own. And somebody else has gone through the same thing. And that's well, all I wanted when I was growing up is just is someone when I this. worked out what it was, is someone to just be like, Oh my God, I feel the same. You know, this is how you get through it. Or, you know, it will get better. You know, yeah. the, there is light at the end of the tunnel because yeah. I think you're your proof it, of that. Like, you, you know, the, the conversation that we've just had, like, you know, you've been through the worst of it and now like you can stand, you know, proud and very bravely like telling your story. And I mean, even if, you know, three people listen to this, like even myself, like I've took away, like if I don't take my medication, one, don't beat yourself up. It's because you've actually had a good day. Like you haven't needed yeah. to kind of worry about it. So exactly. you've changed someone's opinion straight away. And I think right, you're incredibly good. brave. I, I, I'm genuinely chuffed that you've, you came for a waffle. Like oh, I'm... thanks. Me too. Love a waffle. <laughs> um, no, it's good. To, it's good to. Um, it's good to talk about it. To be honest, and yeah, and actually talk to you, who's kind of gone through, you know, gone through mental health a journey yourself. Um, because yeah, it's it just, is, and I yeah. think that's what I think you is like. That's why I relate to you know from what you've just said, and I, I obviously I have a new found respect for you. But it's kind of not that I didn't respect you before, but <laughs> but it's kind of like, well, yeah, like I can stand here now as like at the end, not the end of it, obviously, because it still happens like daily. But it's kind of like, well, you know, there is, you know, if you can get through it, what's what's stopping me from like in a couple of years, you know, with the tools and like the help and stuff, you yeah. know, in a few years time, stand there, well, actually, I beat this. I did this. Mm. And mm. I hope, you know, a lot of other people who are listening to this are going to feel 
that there is light at the end of the tunnel you know keep going a bad day and you know yeah absolutely and you know i it's also like it 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 doesn't ever completely disappear but when you learn how to deal with it it becomes such a small thing because you're so kind of used to dealing with it and you know when you train your brain into thinking in a certain way you just shut it down so quickly that it doesn't even become an issue anymore and it's just tiny you know and yeah you know you can do it you just and I think if you really want to help yourself um and I know that's hard sometimes when you're depressed mm-hmm. you, you, you that's the that's the shitter of it but you know if you if you want to get better you can get better yeah. you know um, you, you know it just takes time you've got to try different things and you know medication doesn't work for everyone and that's fine you know and some people don't want to take medication and that's also fine but don't um, be scared to try don't be scared to like exactly. you know you I'm, I'm a huge supporter in like doing what makes you happy you know doing exactly. what works for you not everyone else you know if the medication doesn't work you know try something different if yoga doesn't work try something different like there are so many different options tools available and it is about taking that time for yourself to learn what works for you and i can't Mm. stress it enough especially in the time that we're living in like no one's got that excuse anymore of like oh i don't have the time to do this i don't have the time to do that Exactly. You're all you full of shit. You do have yeah. the time. <laughs> exactly. You do. Like we on all that whale, whale music. Exactly. Light that candle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do what's right for you. <laughs> Breathe. Um, yeah. No, we absolutely. Yeah. You absolutely have the time. And like, you know, if you want to conquer it, you can. You've just got to, you know, put your mind to it, as it were. Um, and also, like, I think being scared of getting therapy or, you know, or taking medication like there's absolutely nothing to be scared of I was petrified I was like what the hell am I going to talk to this woman about and you know she just started asking me questions and then I ended up just wet like literally crying yeah. and, and, and then, you know and then she they're very good at what they life. do yeah, very, know. they know what they're doing like, <laughs> they know what they're doing yeah um so so yeah and I actually like you know sometimes I had I actually had a therapist initially and he was terrible like I, I really did. And funny enough, that was Harley Street. I was so desperate. I was like, I'll go to wherever and I'll pay it however much. Yeah. And I went straight to Harley Street and not to disrespect Harley Street um, yeah. because they're all amazing. But that that particular therapist. Well, no, it is. It's about finding work. who works with you and like what, exactly. again, like, like anything, what is right for you? If it didn't work, it didn't work. There's no shame in it. There's no guilt. If it, you know, if he was rubbish, he was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> so. like, um, a raisin in my hand and he was like right feel the raisin and stuff and i was like okay this is odd and he went right (laughs) are you sure that was (laughs) and not like a vet (laughs) (laughs) he was like put the raisin in your mouth so i put the raisin in my mouth my mouth was closed and he was like right what can you taste and i was like nuts and one of my biggest anxiety provoking things at the time was I thought I was allergic to nuts and I thought that I was going to swell up and die, yeah. which I wasn't allergic to nuts at all. And I was like, nuts. And then I had a massive panic attack like, <laughs> right there because I'd just eaten, like, because it came from a packet of nuts, basically. So basically, it just made everything 10 times worse instead of better. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't just know like, if I like. I should feel, I feel like a little bit worried <laughs> about that therapist. I'm not so sure he was a therapist. <laughs> He, just no, like over, was, he just wanted to share his picnic or his lunch. Yeah, I know. He just wanted to eat 
you raise it. I was like, like what the All hell the am I doing? As well to share. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Great, no thanks. Oh. Um, but yeah, but no, he, you know, he he was great with you know with his other clients, I'm sure. But um, but yeah, I just went. <laughs> <laughs> but not me. I don't like raising thanks. So yeah, no, the NHS from session one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This is not going to work. 120 quid that cost me. <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive that grape I've ever eaten. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I kind of uh, responded better with a big diagram in front of me. Um, and, you know, this is what you've got and this is what we're going to do to get rid of it. And she said to me, in six months, where would you want to be? And I cried. I remember crying and I just said, I just want to spend a day where I don't think about what's wrong with me or like what wow. what like it, you know like I literally used to look at my hands and think there was you know like a rash forming like weird things like that like literally 24 yeah. 7 when I say 24 7 I mean there was not a moment in the day where I was not worrying about something like I have there's a there's like a, a kind of a few months period where I I actually don't remember anything because I was so, my mind was so you know, like, like, away with... We're so consumed, like, by, you yeah. know, yeah, looking yeah. for something that potentially might not be there, kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yes. What was, I, what was I saying then? I can't remember. <laughs> She's waffling on then. <laughs> waffling on? As fucking usual. Um no. Oh, yeah. She said, where do you want to be in six months? And I said, I just want to have a day where I don't have to worry. Yeah. And like, I literally thought that was impossible, completely impossible. And now I'm here and I worry about, you know, everybody worries. And, yeah. you know, I absolutely worry more than most people, but I know I still with it. And that is because of, you know, the, the kind of recovery journey that worked for me. So, you know, you can do it, basically, is, is the moral of the really yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm genuinely so chuffed that you. Well, I have an exclusive now, so I feel like I'm gonna. You do. You do have an exclusive. <laughs> I'm actually slightly worried for this to go out, but who cares? No, I think you're really either. brave, and I think I mean, like I just said, even me hearing your story, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna I can apply some of what you've you know your journey to mine, and you know I think it is gonna work and. I know for a fact there's people that listen to this show that are going to take what you said on board and kind of hopefully it gives them the kind of bravery and in some cases a bit of a kick up the arse to like, well, okay, I know what I need to do. I can, you know, mm -hmm. I can fix this. I can beat this and to get the help that they need and make those, you know, those changes that absolutely in the long term are going to potentially, you know, really turn their life around and give them a quality absolutely. of life that they deserve. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, it, it does take time, but it's, it's, it, you, you know, you can absolutely. The hard work pays off. It. Oh, hundred percent, Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to do it, you absolutely can. And, you know, you know, it's just a, it's just, you just have to work. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not. You can't just sit on your ass and expect it to no, to not. get better. Which you know, I know, it's it's difficult because, you know. I shouldn't really say that because when you are depressed, that's absolutely all you want to do. Yeah. But you know, you, if you want 
to get better, you can't get better. Well, taking um, that first step out of your comfort zone can one, either change your life or, you know, to lead you on a, a very, very different path. But until yeah, you take that step, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. And often it will get worse before it gets better because you're opening a massive can of worms. You know, mm-hmm. you suppress a lot, you know, and, it, you know, particularly with anxiety, if you start talking about it initially to a therapist, um, you know, you're bringing up a lot. And it, the, sometimes, you know, it stems from things that have happened in your childhood and stuff like that, which was kind of... Uh, the case for me a little bit and you know it, it got it got it did get worse yeah. you know before it gets better but you have to in order to in order to for me anyway in order to get through it I had to understand it I had to understand what was going on why it was happening yeah and you know, the process I needed to go through to to you know to get better and you've got to trust your therapist you've got to trust put trust in them and you know they they've seen it they see it you know how many people do they see a day you know yeah. that is their job you know how many raisins is he getting through yeah i know <laughs> i know gosh you need to get a sponsorship um, thank you, you so know. much like i'm gonna ask you one final question Hit me. do you have any wise words like mm. i'm gonna give it to like charlie's wise words charlie's wise words Oh, don't you put me on spot. From strangers. <laughs> don't take grapes don't from strangers. <laughs> I think literally it's like, uh, I, I don't want to say this light at the end of the tunnel because that is the most cliche, ridiculous thing to say, but it, it is true. There yeah. is light at the end of the tunnel and you can absolutely get through something if you put your mind to it and you work to get, to, to get rid of it because, you know, it's like any kind of, illness as it were i mean actually scrap that it's not um just there's light at the end of the tunnel basically yeah you can get we'll, through we'll it go it is powerful thing it's the most cheesiest thing to say but it's powerful it literally just keep going just keep going uh, keep going and there, there, there's no shame in admitting vulnerability there's no shame in feeling guilt but if you're doing what's right by you then the only person you're answering to yourself you know to is yourself and um, yeah. make those steps make those positive changes and just trust the process trust put the, the hard process, work in yeah. and you know if you've got you know good people around you you know they can support you like your friends and family like talk about it to them you know people that you trust you know you don't need to you know you don't need to tell the world if you don't want to tell the world if it's your journey you know but yeah. but you know trust people around you and you know talk to them about it you know, and, and yeah, if you want to come and like, waffle about it, just drop me a DM. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Waffling is the best. You should absolutely waffle about it. I've got a question for you, actually. Do you like um, potato waffles or sweet waffles better? I prefer potato waffles. Do you? Right? Do I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like with the, they didn't look as good on the logo. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a sweet waffle. I've had to go for a sweet, sweet waffle. waffle. <laughs> Yeah, they do but absolutely, one hundred and ten percent potato waffles all the way. I only yeah. recently t- I turned thirty, and one of the biggest things I've learned since turning thirty is that you can cook potato waffles in the toaster. Oh my god! Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Oh my god! That would save so much. It says time. yeah. It says that on the box. Does it? Yeah. Well, depend- obviously there are other good waffles available. Well, I don't know. There's me <laughs> Just... turning on the oven, waiting twenty minutes for it to heat up. Yeah, you can do them in the in the toaster. Fucking hell, I'm going to yeah. go and do that now for lunch. There you go. That's um, my departing wisdom to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
you. I've taken something away from you. From strangers. <laughs> I will. That won't be happening again. Well, thank will, you so uh, much I'll, for joining yeah. me. I've I genuinely had a really good time. But me my too. Face, my face a... actually hurts. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Thanks so much for having me as well. No, and, anytime. Um, I really appreciate great. it. Great. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I, I just, just, I'll just come on every week. No, um, no. More than I'm so happy much. to. Literally, more <laughs> literally. It's, I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Yes, you've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast. Huge thank you to my special guest this week, Charlie Powell, for coming on, having a waffle about her journey. Don't forget, if you're liking what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button, give us a follow on Instagram, and I'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.